Welcome to the very first episode of the Lifting Laughter and Life podcast with your hosts, me, Nick Nutting, and Aaron Bruce. How's it going, Aaron? Good. <laughs> Such a beautiful day. So pretty. So, so pretty. pretty. Taking a hike. Yeah, we're just taking a little hike behind the uh, Ghetto West Apartments that I'm currently living in. <clears throat> Beautiful day here in Austin, Texas. If you've never been, please don't come. It's getting too full. Yeah. In all seriousness, I'm originally from Oregon, so it's, uh, it's fucking just so nice to have the sunshine the majority of the time. You've only lived here, right? Other than Kansas? Yeah, but I don't even remember Kansas. So I basically grew up in Central Texas um, my whole life. Huh. In Jarrell? Um, Hutto was where I started. Hutto! Georgetown, which is like 10 minutes from Hutto, basically. And then now I'm back in Hutto, so basically those two places. So wow, you've really spread your wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I like to venture. I like going on ventures. The ventures. Oh, what the hell are we going to talk about today? It's the first episode, so it's just kind of like getting a feel for what we normally talk about. Yeah. What were we talking about earlier? We were talking about comparing ourselves. Yeah. So Aaron asked me an interesting question about comparing yourself like to other people, like whether it's good or bad. And we were just kind of talking about the nuances of like... You know how it can be good as long as you aren't taking it to an extreme one way or the other yeah and it makes it especially with social media being such a big thing it makes it so much easier to compare because what do we do when we're bored we open our phones we look at pictures we look at videos and it's like you only see the good things of people's life never the bad so you compare and you're like it makes you i don't know almost ungrateful it, it can be it can be a bad thing, because then, like, I know personally when I look at videos and pictures, I'm like, well, they seem to have nothing wrong with their lives, mm-hmm. when in reality, it's just they're not picturing it. Yeah. Um, so. It's pretty faux. Yeah. So, especially now with social media, it's such a, I feel like it's becoming more of a thing to be more vulnerable and open, which is definitely. Thankfully. Yeah. Which is definitely changing that. Because you get to see every aspect of people's lives versus just the good. Um, well, it's because none of that used to sell, you know? Yeah. Like, it didn't sell to, like... Like, you had the Dan Bolzerians where it's, like, he just shows, you know, all the pretty ladies on his arms, and he's on the yacht, and he's got all the money, he's shooting all the guns, you know, in the tropical places. But, you know, there's probably... Buy- I mean, I can't speak for Dan, but, you know... It's possible that behind the scenes he's miserable. I mean, we yeah. don't know. I'm just totally speculating. He could be completely happy, but you don't know other than what they show on social media. Whereas now it's starting to like be less taboo to be vulnerable and actually show people what's going on. And it's actually they're finding selves really well. Well, it's like even, well, that stuff does. Like, you're not the only one that goes to that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like people can also really, really relate to that. Um, and it, 
can teach people a lot. It can help them grow more than if you just show them all the good. Yeah. And it's like you can build better relationships with people without actually knowing them personally by what you go through. For sure. Like, I know for me, so a lot of the listeners won't know, or maybe they will. Yeah, tell you so. So, yeah. <laughs> so, like, a little over two years ago, I actually attempted suicide with a gun. Um, and it was one of those things where, you know, you survive something crazy like that. There's all the shame involved and the taboo of, you know, attempting suicide. They're like, oh, God, this guy's crazy. But you really, you look like through um, uh, the lens of, you know, social media where, you know, everything's fine. Well, that, that same kind of concept came from a lot of friends and family who, who were like, we had no idea that you were, you know, hurting that bad. And it's like, to be honest, I didn't know I was hurting that bad. Because you just assume that, like, you know, you're just... There's something wrong with you, like, if, if you're vulnerable. So you just you just kind of stuff it. You're like, everybody's going through something. So I'm just, I'm not going to talk about it. Well, then, you know, you make it through the other side of something like this, and you are ashamed to tell people about it. But the reality of it is, all of these people hear this story, and, and it, like... It makes them come to life because they're like, man, I can talk about this. Like, because I'm struggling with it, with this or that or, and like, it's no longer, like, everybody's going through that. So if you take it from the standpoint of, uh, you know, you're, you're not some special little snowflake where your problems are the only problems and you start thinking, I could probably help somebody who's going through this right now. And if I don't talk about what happened to me, I'm not serving my fellow man to the full potential. So, anyways, just kind of brought that up. Yeah. Got a sweat dripping down my back. (laughs) Sweat drips down my balls. All these bitches crawl. Whew. It's a wee bit tasty here for Uruguayan. Yeah, I think it's nice. It is. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful day. It could be a, a slightly bit more windy, but... Oh, wouldn't that just be perfect. wonderful? Perfect. So, we kind of talked about... I'd say that's the life part yeah. of the podcast for today. Let's talk about... Um, Alright, the laughter part, honestly, guys, that's just going to be intertwined throughout. That's going to come naturally. It's going to be, you know, Erin's a huge goofball. One of the things I love about her is she is one of the few girls that, like, really makes me laugh. Um, Oh, here come the feminists. Oh, he doesn't think women are funny. No, shut the fuck up. Um, But she's actually just funny, so she makes me laugh. Like, if you're funny, then you make me laugh. And she happens to be a girl. Yeah. Sort of. We think. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm seriously fucking weird too, so. It just works. Yeah. It's just great. We get each other's humor. Yep. Meshes. We finish each other's. Sandwiches. Yep. <laughs> so, 
the laughter will be intertwined. The other thing is lifting. That's basically like our fucking life. Yeah. So. For sure. Love training. Other than that, we just eat. Yeah. Lift, eat, laugh. People are like, oh, yeah, the diet part. Got to get the diet part down. It's like, yeah, but like, if you're so in love with training, like, the diet part's fucking easy. Yeah. You just got to send it. Just send it. <laughs> you silly? Still going to send it. <laughs> oh, you got a Reese's peanut butter cup? You silly? I'm still going to send it in my gullet. I'm going to fucking eat that bitch. More like the whole package. Yeah. I literally did. Like, one time. Once? Okay, multiple times. I've just devoured oh, packages of Reese's. Yeah, Re- Reese's. Reese's and Pieces. Hello, Pieces. Yeah. There's even Reese's Pieces inside the Reese's. <laughs> it's, it's a concoction that All right. <laughs> is just oh, so good. The what, are your, what are your goals for lifting right now? Right now, um, don't really have much just because, you know, with the whole COVID thing going on, like, I don't know. Which gyms do open Monday. Yes, very true. That's exciting. So we got to figure out where the hell we want to go because we've been training out of my storage unit, which has been great, but it'll be nice to actually have a gym. Yeah, have a gym so we can do a bunch of different exercises. I mean, since I'm a power lifter, it doesn't really, like, I could just do squats, bench, and deadlift. But it's so nice to have those variations. It is. I miss Because you go crazy. Yeah. Cables. Yeah, cables and leg presses. Yeah. We've been doing my ghetto belt squat, which has been nice. But That actually feels really good. Yeah, it does. It's a good setup. Just hammer the shit out of your quads. Yeah. I'd like to try to explain how it's done, but really, I'll just have to, you guys will have to see a video of it. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll just sound like I have some sort of devious sex swing. And uh, I also have one of those, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> um, yeah, so as far as goals, right now, just get fucking huge, jacked, yoked. Do you have an idea of when you want to compete next? Um, as soon as possible. Yeah. But again, like with all this shit, it's like I don't want to commit to a meet and then have the gym shut down again or who knows vitamin shop gets shut down some of you might not know but Aaron and I both work for vitamin shop um and it's it's friggin great you you know love it hashtag body tech oh yeah um but like just there's so many unknowns right now so it's like right now my focus is just hypertrophy just trying to get huge um but right now i am doing a little mini cut mostly because i know this is gonna send some registered dietitians over the edge but trying to slow down my metabolism because uh it's really hard for me to gain any more weight right now eating like what close to like four thousand calories i was yeah it's like four thousand a day and i might put on a pound a month yeah um and eating any more than that is just kind of unrealistic. Because yeah. then I'm just eating all day. That's all I'm thinking about is eating. Um, and I'm not that big of a guy. Like, I'm only, like, 190-something. So, it's like, all right, I need to try something different. Yeah. Um, and Aaron, you're cutting right now. Yes, just started. Hell Two yeah. weeks in, I think. Yep. to start week three. You were pretty stoked to start cutting. Yeah. Mainly because 
You thought you were getting fat. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Which I think I was putting on a lot more fat than I needed to because I did gain a lot of weight in a little bit of time, which partly was muscle, but I know a lot of it was also fat because, like I said, it was very fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super pumped to cut. I haven't done a serious cut in probably close to a year. Um, so, very excited. I started Austrian two weeks ago. I'm about to up my dose this week. I feel fucking amazing. And tell the people, like, the dosage that you're taking, because I know that a lot of girls out there are curious, and um, a lot of people are probably having them take too much. Yeah. So, I'm taking, what, like, three to five? Yeah, three to five milligrams. milligrams. Um, once a day, I take it in the morning. Um, and I'm about to up it this week, and I'm going to start taking... Two doses of that a day? Yeah. So it'll be six to ten milligrams? Six to ten. Uh, basically, I don't really... F- well, I do feel a lot better. Um, I have a lot more energy, but I think partly it was because of the MK. Because Nick and I had had a conversation about me feeling very like fatigued and unmotivated. Lethargic. Um, lethargic, which he said partly could have been from the MK. Um, For those of you who don't, don't know, it's Nutriball MK677. It's a growth hormone secretagogue. And uh, we're just trying it out for her. I know it worked really well for uh, Brooke Wells. Um, and she's fucking jacked. So, you know, I we did were, respond pretty well to it. You did. You put on a lot of weight. Like, really quick. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it was... There was a lot of quality of mass there. Yeah. I mean, for sure there's fat. There's always fat when you're bulking. It doesn't matter what you're taking. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Your strength has shot up. That, yeah, I was about to mention that with the um, Austrian. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, just because I do feel a lot better. And I have increased my weights pretty quick. Yeah. Um, they keep going up. I feel great. You never really had a focus on weight, though, did you? Like, no. putting up weight? Mm-mm. It was so. always just reps and... Right. That's pretty much just volume. <laughs> Which, never... there is a wall for that, just like anything else. Yeah. Like, putting up weight, like, for me, as a powerlifter, you know, you're looking at the numbers. Yeah. Well, so what we have to do is we have to start lowering, you know, those numbers and adding volume. Whereas for bodybuilders, it's like, all right, at some point... Progressive overload's got to take take the uh, the stance of, of increasing weight rather than just volume. Yeah, exactly. Because I would I remember I got stuck with squats. Um, I finally got to a plate and I could get like a couple, and then I would just do that. And I got to a point where I like I feel like I really overtaxed my my nervous system because I would just stick with the plate, but I would like every week I would just increase reps um, or add like a my new like a cookie or like cookie. a five <laughs> um i just i mean you have to know what you're doing though because i feel like i was doing it wrong um and then i just wasn't recovering and i was never making progress um yeah so, I, I don't know anything about that i've never made a mistake in my life in my gym career <laughs> not once oh yeah for those of you that don't know that's a that's a joke like the only way to learn is is by doing yeah, and definitely. when you're doing you will make mistakes. And, and don't be a freaking cocksucker. Like, if someone tries <laughs> to correct you or, like, give you information, just listen. Like, 
like the people on the forums and stuff like you you don't always know yeah. what's right and like i'm not saying you're wrong but like have an open mind about it like very true whatever you come across you may think you're mr perfect but like i mean for one there's always new information out and for two like you may not always be right yeah yeah so like that's important because um, like since i've known you i've learned so much but like i thought i had already known a lot <laughs> Um, so it's like never be, never let yourself not grow. Yeah, they they say like always bring your white belt with you. Yeah. Like even when you're black belt, always bring your white belt with you. That way you can keep learning. Yeah. You know, because you always, can learn from anyone. Yeah. To a point. Yeah. <laughs> there there was. Always, I mean, you brought up the forums and stuff. Yeah. Like, probably what what came to mind for me was that guy yesterday about the belt. That's what I was thinking of. Um, so I'm sure some of you uh, iron um, iron lovers out there, one of the things that I always get really irked about is people saying that a belt weakens your core. Um, and I, I feel like this has been like beaten so hard. Like People get destroyed when they say that kind of stuff anymore because it's not true. There's so many... There's so many studies showing that, that when you wear a belt during really heavy sets, um, that it actually uh, it helps you activate more of your, your core muscles and your, your spinal erectors. Um, and the only thing that it's really doing is allowing you to... Um, you, let me start at the Valsalva maneuver, right? So when you're breathing and bracing, you're pushing against your abdominal wall. So you're creating intra-abdominal pressure. So when you wear a belt, you're increasing your capacity to do that. You're able to create more intra-abdominal pressure, which allows you to protect your spine better. So it's, it's just one of those things, whenever I hear it or see it, like I have to say something. So that way at least my voice gets out there and people can decide for themselves. I'm not gonna get in a long, drawn-out argument anymore. I've learned. It's just not worth it because fools will drag you down and beat you with their experience. And it's just not worth arguing with a fool. So I'm just like, hey, here's, here's what I know. Here's my data. You guys know who I am. Um, if you want to listen to this knob, then go ahead. Now, if the knob I'm arguing with is somebody like Dr. Jordan Feigenbaum or, um, you know, who, who else out there? Lane Norton. Um, you know, some of the, the people that actually know what they're talking about, Greg Knuckles, well, then you might want to take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, because, I mean, these guys are real authorities. They're constantly looking at studies. They're looking at, you know, tons of lifters, their own clientele, and then they're peer reviewing it amongst each other. Yeah. So they're always challenging each other. So well, that's uh, important too, is yeah. like getting your information from people like that, because if you look at the study yourself, those are really hard to... I don't know what the word would be. Really hard to pick apart yourself. <laughs> yeah, it can be. So, I mean, yeah, definitely look into them, but, like, also get, like, these people's viewpoints on them and stuff, too. Um, and don't just think for yourself. Because well, they can't yeah. get... Well, like, the whole white belt scenario? Yeah. So, I remember there were times where you'd be like, well, I feel like I'm eating more, or I feel like I'm not eating more. Yeah. Or whatever, and I'd be like, 
well, are you tracking your macros? And you'd be like, no. <laughs> well, you did that to me one day and called me on it. You were like, because I was like, man, I'm just, I cannot put on weight. And I feel like I'm eating more. And you were like, you feel like it? Are you tracking? And I'm like, fuck, you're right. <laughs> you got me on my own shit. So that's a white belt thing where like, I could have been like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but then I'm just an idiot. <laughs> like in that scenario. Because it's like, whether that comes from, um, you know, the neighborhood idiot, um, or it comes from a doctor, if it's the truth, it's the truth. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that white belt scenario, not that you're a village idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, basically that's what I just said. Uh, that's kind of what I said. Uh, well. Thanks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be wearing that one for a while, aren't I? Well, I really don't have much more. I can't really think of anything else. I mean, that's pretty much all we talked about today. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. I'm just ready for these gyms to be open and start really getting... Getting after it. Yeah. Pitter-patter. Let's get at her. (laughs) Pitter-patter, let's get at her. I love it. Yeah. I'm ready for a meet. Do another powerlifting meet crush competition. I'm ready to compete, and I don't know what though, but I'm ready. Let's <laughs> fucking send it. Fucking send it. <laughs> you silly. <laughs> All right, guys. So I think that's gonna do it for us. Oh, what's that? Uh, Twenty-one, almost twenty-two minutes. It's not bad for that's a first good. podcast. Um, some nuggets in there for you. Some of it you may have already knew. Uh, some of it you may not have, and um, some of it you won't give a shit about. But uh, if that's you, fuck off. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs>